0: Praise God. If you have a Bible, let's just, uh, I was just going to take a minute or, or three <laughs> or an undisclosed number of minutes and, and look real quick at, uh, at 1 Corinthians chapter 2. Thank you, Lord. Anybody interested in going further with God? Yes. Come on. You, you, go, you go a little ways and you want more? Yes. Kind of like ice cream? <laughs> but better. <laughs> Eternal. Amen. Amen. And, uh, and there's always more. Yeah. We're not going to get a Amen. million years from now in heaven and say, Okay, I saw everything. I mean, not that it wouldn't be worth starting over and doing it again, but you won't exhaust, I won't exhaust the love of God, the power of God, the wisdom of God, the creative ability of God. I mean, scriptures tell us that in the ages to come, he'll show us his grace and kindness. Hallelujah. Say, well, say, what does that mean? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, age is, so it's more than one. Yeah. You know, we live in the church age. You know, we know about the millennial reign of Christ and beyond that, I don't know. I mean, but age is. How do you fill eternity Amen. with stuff to do? I mean, (laughs) you know, I mean, how many have trouble planning out their month? (laughs) Well, what are we going to do here? What are we going to do here? What are we going to do here? You got a lot. And, and, you know, sometimes people, sometimes new preachers have asked me uh, about, you know, speaking and. When you, I've had even, even I've even had tra- not not new ministers but traveling ministers, ask about because they feel like the Lord's leading them to pastor and they're they're nervous about it, <laughs> and the reason they're nervous is because because they can't preach the same message each place. Because <laughs> <laughs> sometimes traveling people will have a focus and they'll they will repeat their some of their messages again and again. And that's fine. It's right if that's what their assignment is. But when you're pastoring, you can't do that. And and I remember one particular conversation. He was concerned about having to come up because he's counting out, you know, 52 weeks. You know, and that's just Sunday. You know, if you do other stuff, then it's like, that's a lot of different messages. And and others have asked me, I said, well, the way I I deal with it is I'm not thinking about next year. I'm not thinking about six months from now. Sometimes I will conceptually as far as vision wise, but I'm not, I would be overwhelmed in a minute thinking of the next 104 messages I've got to come up with. (gasps) It's like, ah, but then you just do what's, you know, what you can do and, 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 and get there. And that's how we handle it. But what if you, what, what, what if, I don't know. I mean, if I'm called to preach now, am I called to preach forever? Yikes. That's a lot of messages. You know, and, and how does the Lord, uh, go back to that, how does the Lord plan to show us His grace and kindness and so forth for ages to come? Well, it can only take an eternal mind, an infinite mind, an eternal God to be able to even comprehend that, that expression towards us and to give us something to do, to be the activity coordinator for eternity. <laughs> for a lot of people to do... <laughs> Because I mean, know we're not going to be twiddling our thumbs in heaven, bored out of our brains, not for a moment. And so God is rich in knowledge and wisdom and awesomeness. And, uh, and, and that, in that we can put our trust. But for here right now, uh, you know, my concern sometimes is that we put a cap on him mentally we put a lid on what we can experience or how far he can take us because we can't figure it out we think well what i know is all there is to know or what i've experienced is the maximum of what there can be and i don't believe that for a moment i believe there are, are there is so much beyond what i can even ask or think there's so much beyond what I've ever experienced. And I've had some, some good licks, you know, some good tastes. Back to the ice cream cone. Uh, here and there in God, where I've experienced Him on different levels. I think, yeah, wonderful. Oh, man, it was so good. I'd like to do that a hundred times, just that one. And yet, maybe the Lord has moved on and said, I got something new to show you. Uh, over here in, in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, um, Verse nine, but as it is written, I has not seen nor ear heard nor have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love him. Is that good news? Yes. Okay, let's not stop there though because it's, it's expansive. But God has revealed them to us through his spirit. So not all that God wants to do is a mystery. Much of what he has made available, He has already made available to us. And how many know before you uh, ought to be asking the Lord for things, you know, beyond what He's already given? You might want to start with what He's already given. You know, it's like the ungrateful kid who gets a present and is looking for the next one before he's even played with that one. What else, what else, what else? Well, play with that. Use that. Ride that thing, you know. Uh, and, and, and again, I, I don't have any problem. I think God's uh, troubled by us seeking more and increase in all these areas. But at the same time, we should make full use of what He's already given to us. Amen. Right? And uh, so, so God has revealed them to us through His Spirit. For the Spirit searches all things, yes, the deep things of God. So that there's revelation just in that verse. Why say the deep things of God? Well, because they are. Yeah, sometimes we'll use that language at a service like this in our believers meetings. We'll talk about the deep things of God. So we're going to go deeper today. We're we're going to go further. Well, that's biblical. God is deep. There are things in God that are deeper than you've ever been, right? You've been to a certain level. You might think I am way down here now. I'm way deep. Uh, there's deeper. There's always going to be deeper. There's always more revelation. There's always greater experience and understanding. Even of the simple things that we think we know fully, there's aspects, there's dimensions to it, you know, kind of like the diamond, you know, and the different, uh, or what are those things like the kaleidoscope or something? I'm trying to uh, 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 imagine all the different aspects and colors and dimensions of God that we, we we're just barely scratching the surface. Yeah. So, so there are deeper things in God, and and if you want them, why not go for them? Amen. Why not say, why not say Him, Lord? I see that you're deep. I see that there are deep things in you. I'm interested in those. I'd like, I'd like to experience that. Yeah. Amen. yeah? Yes. Amen. By the way, not everyone's asking that. Yeah. You think, well, if it were that easy, well, I don't, I'm not saying it's that easy per se. I- I'm saying. Uh, not, uh, not everyone is seeking to go further. A lot of people, a lot of people get very, very satisfied with salvation. I'm saved, I mean, my sins are forgiven, I'm going to heaven when I die. Whew. Dodged a bullet, and you did, serious bullet, <laughs> right? Uh, you dodged a bullet, but then like, okay, we're good now. Now I'll just go through the motions, I'll go through life, and I'll go to work, and I'll go home, and I'll go to ch- church, and I'll, I'll just, you know, kind of do these things, and just try to generally have a good life, Okay. Is that person condemned? No. Is that person saved? Sure. Are they going to experience deeper things in God? Probably not. Because he typically doesn't just come up and slap us alongside of the head and just say, hey, let me show you something more. It's usually uh, people who are seeking after him. Okay, I don't mean that every experience in God is human initiated. I don't believe there are. Sometimes the Lord will definitely interrupt and, in, in, and uh, intercept us and, and catch us. But it's, it's when we're seeking God, He may reveal Himself to us in a way that we didn't expect yeah. or show us something in particular that we didn't even know to ask for. Yeah. But a general heart of seeking after the things of God and going deep is something that we can and ought to initiate. Okay, in one sense, he already initiated it by telling us about that there's, there's deeper stuff, right? Uh, but then it, it is up to us. Being in a meeting like this is part of, the, is part of this experience. And sometimes I put myself in, a, in the mentality because I've been a pastor for a while. And you know how you, when you, you get in a position, you, you, you see things through a certain viewpoint and perspective. And, and I most certainly do. And I don't always see life through your eyes. I try to. I try to put myself in a position. I wasn't always a pastor, so I have some perspective there. Uh, but, but I was even considering recently, I thought, what kind of church would I go to? You know, if I was if I was, you know, working a job and raising the family and going to church, what kind of church would I want to be a part of? I like to ask those kind of questions because obviously I want to produce that kind of church. And uh, but I thought, well, what kind of service would draw me to it where I would go not just out of discipline because I would go out of discipline? I know enough, (laughs) but I would go not just out of discipline, but I can't wait to get there. But I want to be a part of this. And, uh, and, and there are many answers to that question, but one of them on a personal and maybe somewhat self-serving level is I answered the question internally, I want to go somewhere where I can experience God. Amen. Okay, there are other things. I want churches reaching the lost. I want all, the, there's a lot of things you could say there. But personally, I want to experience God. I don't want it to be so cookie cutter, so squished into a minute, you know, run them in, run them out. Uh, At least not all the service. You know what I'm talking about? I I want to experience God. I I would want to be able to go and sit, and if I'm hearing a message, I want it to be from the Lord. I want it to be inspired, not just dusted off, but fresh to the person who's speaking it. I want worship to be, to not just be, oh, that's beautiful. That sounds good. I like the way it looks. I want it to draw me into the presence of God. Okay, I think I'm probably singing your song. Huh? Uh, it, it's, it's a common tune in the hearts of believers. We want to be near. We want to draw close to the Father. We want to experience Him. We want to hear His voice. Yeah, I like the way uh, Pastor Whitley started off when she was singing that song and then exhorting people about hearing God's voice. She was saying, I'm, think, I'm, I'm thinking inside, that's right on. That's right on. That's what the Lord wants to do. That's, that's something the Lord wants people to be stirred up about in hearing from Him. Amen. 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 There are things deeper in God. Praise God. I, I turned on the TV recently and uh, I just saw this little this little thing. Uh, I almost wished I would have went back to see it more, but there was a preacher on there, you know, Rodney Howard Brown was on there. And, uh, and he pulled someone out of the crowd. And this is where I wasn't hardly paying attention to it. And then I'm looking up and he's got this couple, this husband and wife, giving a testimony. And the part I heard was they said their little boy, four-year-old, was in the back seat having a conversation with God. And they they started recording it or something. That's where I wanted to go back and hear it again. But they said something to the effect of he was saying, uh, you know, like, Lord, I want to talk to you. And then, started, and then and then, they were hearing one, part, one side of the conversation from that point. The Lord was talking to the boy and, they were, and he was talking to the Lord. And so that's why they got their phone out or something and started recording it. And then, then they said something about like they were instructing their boy about hearing from God, about him speaking on the inside. And my thought was, don't do that. You, uh, let him teach you right now. My thought was, don't put any religion in the kid to where all of a sudden he's going to not have the freedom to commune and, and fellowship with God freely like we would one to another. Let him run with that and not be interrupted like so many of us have, making it hard to hear from God. Come on. Not so, I don't think it was ever supposed to be hard to hear from God. Amen. And the kid just tapped in and said, I want to talk to you. And apparently the Lord said, yep, here I am. Come on. Hallelujah. Did we read this verse yet? <laughs> deep things of God. Think about it. Deep things of God. Think of if you were drilling a hole or digging a hole and, uh, and you wanted to, you know, dig a hole. What if you wanted a deeper hole? What should you do? Dig deeper or uh, dig longer. In other words, do what you're doing and do it continually. If If it's working, what you did to dig a little hole will probably work to dig a deeper hole. And if you keep doing it, you can go deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper. What if you wanted to search out the things of God and seek and know Him and be close to him in a, in a greater way where well, you, could, you could dig. What if you wanted to go further? Keep doing it. That's one of the things we have a challenge with, don't we? We'll do things for a minute, but will we keep doing it? Man, I sought the Lord and he met me. Good for you. What'd you do after that? Well, I stopped. <laughs> How come? Well, I, I mean, I've done that too. And I thought, well, why did I stop? Why did I pull, why did I pull up right there? I should have kept going. I should have, so, so, since I was already down a little ways, I should have went a little bit further just to see what was next. Yeah? Why can't we? I don't see that the Lord's putting this limitation on us. Right? So if you want to go further, go, go further. If you want to be satisfied where you are, okay. Enjoy where you are. But don't think that's all there is. There are deeper things in God. Yeah. Hallelujah. He goes on to say, for what man knows the things of a man except the spirit of the man which is in him? Even so, no one knows the things of God except the spirit of God. Now we have received not the spirit of of the world, but the spirit which is from God that we might know the things that have been freely given to us by God. Isn't that good? What is he saying? God has given us freely things. Things is not defined, but he has given them to us having given them to us, do we automatically know about them? You mean that we could have something, a gift from God, a treasure trove of blessing and wisdom and knowledge and gifts from God and not even know it? Absolutely. He said, that's why I've given you the Spirit. So my uh, diligence to fellowship with, to commune with, to seek after the things of God and fellowship with the Holy Spirit, that's to the degree that He is um, going to be showing me what I already have. That's why I say there's in, God is infinite and we're never going to exhaust all that He has and all that He can do, all that He knows. But if we would just start off with what He's already given us, I think it'll keep us busy. Say, <laughs> so, well, I think I know everything. He's Really? I mean... I don't know everything He's given me yet, but that's why the Spirit of God is here. That's why the Spirit of God indwells every believer so that when we seek Him, He'll be in us to say, you know, you have one of these. Do you know you have one of these? Do you know you can do this? Do you know I've made this available to you? Do you know this is possible? Amen. I love to hear the testimonies of other people even if they're a four-year-old boy sitting in the back seat. I love to hear the testimonies of other people, not, not their, their gloom and doom, but their experiences in God. I, I love to hear about people having experiences in God, what the Lord said to, said to them. Now, I'm not talking about being gullible and just swallowing everything. But when it's sound, when it's biblical, and it produced a good result, I like to hear it. Especially if it's different, different than what I've ever heard, because it makes my mind stretch. Go, open it up, open this up. Open this up. Let's see what's, what's available here because I've been maybe thinking this way not knowing that I'm very narrow-minded spiritually. Amen. But I tell you, if we'll seek, if we'll draw close, if we'll draw near, we'll find some things. Amen. Amen. And, and, and again, sometimes you just go further. See, uh, someone, one of you guys gave an illustration recently about light and the narrow focus of light. Uh, was that one of you? No? No? Anyway, light's great. <laughs> when you take light and you focus it, it becomes a, a beam like a laser beam you can cut through stuff. It's that focus, focused power of light. When it comes to our, our connection with the Lord, focus is key. See, I can get my shovel out. Go back to the hole. I can get my shovel out and start, you know, moving dirt all over the place. You know, it might take me very long time to make any kind of indention, but if I'll focus and say, I'm just going to dig a hole, I'm just going to stay right here and I'm going to, I'm going to give attention. I'll be able to go deeper, quicker. Our, 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 our communion with the Lord requires focus. We're at a great disadvantage in our day. People think, oh, I'm, I'm sure glad I don't have to live without the internet, I'm sure, I'm sure glad I don't have to live without a cell phone. Yeah, you might be closer to God without that stuff. <laughs> Me too. You know what I'm saying? Because we, we've been trained to be distracted. It takes focus to get somewhere. The more you can focus on the Lord and focus on these things, the further you'll get. The deeper you'll get. You'll have more power to what you're doing. My greatest times in the Lord is when I've been the most focused. It's when I, I'm unaware pretty much of anything around me, sometimes totally unaware of things around me. That's when I just, I soar in God. Amen. But I, I wonder if, if we just focus a little bit on the Lord, how far, how far we can go. Amen. Say, so, well, I want the Lord to talk to me. Well, um, Amy, can I borrow you? because it's an awkward illustration, but it'd be least awkward with you than anyone else. <laughs> um, uh, you know, if, if you were to, if, if I wanted a response from her, and, and just, well, you can stand that, that's fine. Or let's go up a pier, maybe this will be better, so we don't have to have, have our back to, to so many people. Okay. All right, so if I wanted a, if I wanted a response from you, One good way to get it is if I would come up in front of you. I mean, here, turn this way. (laughs) Because if I I just come up in front of you, it's almost awkward for there not to be any kind of, yeah, like, you want something, right? I mean, and the closer I got, (laughs) if I just come up and I don't do anything, I'm just. Hi. See why I didn't want to do that with someone else. (laughs) I could have used Pastor Doug. That one really weird. Am I good? Okay, you're good. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But in a spiritual sense, can't we do that with the Lord? Have you ever Have you ever prayed? And as you're praying, you're picturing God way over there in heaven. I've done that. I'm praying, I'm thinking, God in heaven, I don't even know where heaven is. Way out there. And then you had a revelation or a inspiration, a thought, he's near me. And then you praised him or you prayed to him and you imagined him there in the room with you and you're talking. Why not pull up real close? Hey, I want to talk to you. What's he going to do? Be bugged by you being pulled? I don't don't think he has a trouble with personal space, you know? I think spiritually we can just pull right up. How many know when you're that close? I don't want to, you don't have to come up again. When you're that close, you don't see anything else. I'm not distracted by anybody else because my eyes don't see any. if I pull up closer I get to the Father and so you know. what realize some of this we do with our imagination and that's okay yeah. right. your imagination can be used for good not just bad but <laughs> right. you pull up close in your imagination and there he is it's like it's unnatural to not have a conversation now it's unnatural it's very natural for him to respond to you. And he's totally gonna to respond to you. Not everyone's pulling up that close. Some people at most are looking at him from a great distance, if, they, if he catches their eye. At a great distance, there's a lot of options. There's a lot of things to see. And maybe I'll look at the Lord, but then I'm, I'm away looking at so many other things again. So many things will grab my attention and grab and be a distraction to me, right? And a lot of people they're never they never even find God. They're just looking at everybody, and then some they'll they'll look at him. Hey, sure love the Lord, and then off to something else. Yeah. But when we pull up close, a lot not a lot of people are pulling up. Why don't you pull up? Yeah. Pull up really close, yeah. and to where all you see is him. Nothing else distracts. Nothing else is interesting. Nothing else is attention grabbing. So there's a lot of noise out there. I know there is, but I, I don't even, I don't even hear it. I don't even see it now. I'm with the Lord, and nothing else matters. Amen. Thank you, Lord.